If you want to look back on your life with pride and satisfaction, then listen to people here. People that have faced challenges and overcome them. This is The Hero Is You. Hi and welcome to The Hero Is You, sponsored by Prospero Teaching. In this episode, we have Adele Marie Hartshan. Adele is a mindful leadership coach. She's an NLP master practitioner, a yoga teacher, and also a hypnotherapist. And as well as working with personal and professional clients, she also has a 12-bedroom retreat centre that even has a pool and is in Bedfordshire. Diagnosed with ADHD at 44, you can listen here to Adele's inspiring story. Right, Adele, what I wanted to start with, um, looking at your website, I followed you on social media for a, probably since lockdown, so for a few years now, and it's always something interesting to look at. But I was really interested when you said when you were younger, and I think this is very typical of therapists and people who help people, that you never felt you were good enough. Uh, and then you have this sort of messed up internal dialogue. Can you explain what that was like before we move on to what you've become? Absolutely. So it's a really interesting conversation that could probably go on for much longer than we have. Um, I, I'm i actually ADHD, so I only realised I was ADHD when I was 44. Right. And so I was always asking myself, what's wrong with me? Why don't I work like other people? Why Why am I not able to sit down? Why can't I yeah. pay attention? And yeah. also then couple that with the experience of me uh, as a teenager having a straight A student best friend who was very academic, had... Mm-hmm parents who were teachers and university lecturers who gave her lots of extra support. Now, I lived in a pub. I'm a publican's daughter. And so my uh, evenings were spent hanging out with people that were drinking in the pub. Very different experience, life skills, but just in a different way. And so I just believed that I was thick, I was stupid, and I would never amount to anything. And I had that internal dialogue going on in my mind over and over and over again. And of course, I was so busy listening to that that everything that I was trying to learn I found really difficult because I was collecting evidence all the time to make me right about the belief that I was not good enough I was not intelligent enough um, I would never going to amount to anything and so your brain basically gives you the information that it's looking for to make you right all of the time. And yeah. so because I had this belief about myself that I'll never be good enough, I won't uh, be able to understand anything, I'll never amount to anything, I'm stupid, all of that, then that's what I constantly listen to. Now, I was, on the other hand, a really outgoing, friendly type of person. And so... Um, I really believe that and I was super curious. It was through my curiosity that I learned that actually your brain is always looking for evidence to make itself right. I did every single course and read every single book in my 20s and 30s that I possibly could. So I really understood, started to understand that I had this internal dialogue that I could actually change. And that was like... 
I can change the way that I think and the mm-hmm. the, the internal dialogue that I have. And that was really a game changer and, and uh, something that was profoundly, um, yeah, life-changing in my life when I realized that I had that power. So how old were you at this time? I was about 21, 22. I was already living in London then. And um, I went on a course, actually, a three-day program that taught me that I'd got this internal dialogue in my mind. And it was just like, whoa, I'm, this is wow. I remember like being dumbfounded at the at the thought that I could actually change the way that I spoke to myself. Yeah, great. One of the things that I did recently and that I'll be doing quite often in the future is doing some work over in America. So I was, I was interested to see that you'd made that journey to do, to kind of discover yourself and do some training and expand your horizons. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So I've always, as I said, I was so curious. I literally came out of the womb asking the question, why? But why? But why? But why, mum? <laughs> she poor woman was exhausted by the time yeah. I was 20, but why? Yeah. And so I just want, I had this, I still do have this curiosity to understand myself and others. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I... I trained as a beauty therapist and really worked in the holistic side, massage and facials, because I love to make people feel better. And that that was my way of of doing that. And then I really got, I was always very hyperactive and exercise was something that I knew made me feel better. And I really believe that I managed the crazy um, hyperactivity by doing lots of exercise. So I did um, personal training and aerobics teaching, worked in the fitness industry, and then I wanted more. So I had to understand about nutrition. And then I got into the mindset set side of stuff. And as um, as yourself, I went over to California, where I spent time in a retreat, where I saw people healing from terminal disease through um, being raw food vegan, colonics, changing the way that they thought, reducing stress, get alkalizing their bodies. And I mean, this was over 20 odd years ago. <clears throat> and when I came back, I thought that I found the way, the truth and the light. And I was like some crazy person. (laughs) Like I needed a box in the middle of the town centre. And uh, it was it was really profound. But everything that I learned, a lot of those things, then I've gone to training so that I could then teach other people how to heal themselves, Mm. whether it was personal training, yoga, um, coaching, NLP, clinical hypnotherapy, all the things that I've used to help me to heal personally, then I've gone and and done a training course in so that I could use that um, methodology with my clients too. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. When you was out in America, you said you went to this retreat I've learned quite well, it seems quite recently to me that you've set up a retreat in Bedfordshire where you live now. You've moved down from the north Mm -hmm. because you're ashamed of northerners, I believe. Oh, I'm not. I love northerners. (laughs) I love them. I I absolutely love. I only said to you, you sound very northern. (laughs) Well, I'm proud of it. But But yeah, yeah, I Is that where you got that idea? Did the idea Um, come from when you first went to America and you saw people having certain diets and recovering from cancers? Did you always have it in mind as maybe a long-term goal that I'd like to have a retreat centre? 
Oh, do you know, that's such a great question. Thank you for asking me that. Um, I know, and I was not settled and I didn't ever know where I wanted to be. In fact, I really wanted to live in California. That was my dream. Mm. However, I ended up being a single parent and um, in the times where I was teaching 25 aerobics classes a week, I was training, I've done my yoga teacher training, I was training to be a life coach. Like I was doing, I was full on at those times in my life. And I've always been into vision boards, into the law of attraction, into, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you know, you think about what you bring about what you think about and you can create a life on your terms, a life that you love. And so that for me was really profound. And I remember having, after being in an abusive relationship, having a picture on my vision board of a house where people could come to heal and people, especially women, could feel safe and mm. have a residential retreat. And I'd run retreats all over the world in Ibiza and all over the place every single year. Yeah. And I knew that I just wanted this house, had no idea how I was going to make it happen at the time. Mm. And then when I got with my current partner, he then was building a house that we then decided to change into a retreat venue. And so it just goes to show that we don't need to be attached to the outcome of how our dreams show up for us. It's just we have to trust the universe and know that actually things are moving in the direction that they're meant to. And never in my world, well, I, I always, that's what I wanted and my heart desired it. But never in my wildest dreams would I realize that I would be living in Bedfordshire. Um, in a 12-bedroom house with a swimming pool, a yoga studio and two acres of land is amazing. Blinking hard work, but I absolutely love it. I love people arriving here and looking a certain way and their energies be drained and depleted and they leave feeling brand new. It's amazing. Mm. I, it's 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 just where I get to contribute and I absolutely love every single moment of that. So you've you've looked at and and trained in and done things like NLP and hypnotherapy, clinical hypnotherapy, things like that. But you've also got a real Eastern belief system. And just before we started recording the interview, we even kind of talked about the planets and the universe and things like that. So can you tell me how it all fits together for you? Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Such good questions. Well done. Um, So. I I was doing meditation and I, I really moved into yoga. I was so hyperactive that I'd always done really high impact aerobics and spinning. And then somebody introduced me to yoga at the gym when I lived in London. And I thought, oh, I actually quite, I, I really resonated and I felt it in my body. And then I started to meditate and I'd be talking about you know how meditation works and um, how it makes me feel better and got into um, the more spiritual side of things I've always been very spiritual and have explored different religions and so it just really fit into it just felt right in my body and mm. I've, it's something that I've been teaching in a, for a very long time and now the really exciting thing is is that what I've been teaching for over 20 years now is now based it's proven by neuroscience science because we can actually see how the brain rewires itself when you do meditate daily Mm. and so all of this eastern philosophies like these this philosophy is 
5,000 years old. And so these guys knew what they were talking about, right? But mm. now we get to, by the, the modern science and how technology is developed and evolved, we get to prove that actually look at what happens um, in your brain, in your neurology, when you do meditate, when you think a certain way, you actually rewire the way that your neurological pathways are fired together and they rewire, mm. which is so exciting for me. When you meditate, you can reduce your heart rate, you can reduce your blood pressure. And all of this now is backed by science. So for me, the Eastern philosophies has to um, really underpin everything that all of the new age science that I've been studying in the more recent years, it has to combine for me, because you, when I move my body in yoga and I breathe in a certain way, my stress levels drops. And when your stress levels drops and you're not in fight or flight, that's when you can create. That's where you can be more productive. That's when you can connect on a different level. That's where your relationships improve. So mm. it all is combined. We, I can't have one without the other, to mm. be honest. I was I was watching a programme last night on Netflix Um and it was um, it was Jonah Hill interviewing his therapist. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, his therapist is an LA psychiatrist um, called Phil Stutz. Seemed a, such a lovely man. Just complete something really, really different. Different. And this guy, Doctor Phil Stutz, he he has Parkinson's. But whilst he's treating people for therapy, he kind of draws pictures on cards for them to take home. And the first picture that he did was kind of, it was uh, a, a typical kind of like pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid, which filled a lot of the pyramid up, was like your physical self uh, in terms of what you're eating, how much you're sleeping, how you exercising. Then the next little part up, smaller part still, was the people around you. And, the, and then the top part was yourself, obviously. Um I'm just thinking because you started as a personal trainer and doing things like yoga and meditating. Do you think all those things really are the foundations which things like positive thinking and um, suggestion and NLP and all things I'm built on? Do you think you need that base where, you know, somebody's looking after themselves to begin with? Absolutely. I believe that if you're uncomfortable in your body, you can never be the best, best version of yourself. And what's the really sad thing in our society is most people are disconnected from the physical selves. I know how much better I feel when I've been for a run or done some yoga in the morning and eaten well. I know that I get clarity in my brain. I know how much, how much more productive I am. And I really believe that we have four aspects of our whole being, mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health. And if we're out of balance in one of those, we will never, ever be the very best version of ourselves possible. And people are really like not get, getting it. They are not understanding that we have to be in balance. Otherwise, you're going to be at the doctors taking medication. And that is not a long term solution at all. If you're not looking after your mental health, your emotional health will, will not be where it could be. If you're not looking after your physical health, your mental health is not where it um, could be. And if you've got no spiritual connection at all, and there's you, whether it is God, Allah, Buddha, a higher self, Mother Earth, whatever it is, to have connections something that's infinitely bigger than yourself is absolutely vital uh, for, for me in my personal opinion for longevity productivity connection contribution and 
all the things that we are really incarnated and put on this planet to do. Mm. So mm. I believe that we have to look at the environment. Who are you hanging out with? You know, are you hanging around with negative Nellies or are you hanging out with people who really support you and encourage you and are positive? Because energy is transferable and we'll leave this communication and we will have exchanged energies. And so hopefully I want to leave you and anybody who's listening to this conversation feeling more uplifted i hope that you leave this conversation and go yes i feel good for this you know i feel good and i always with yeah. every exchange that i have with people that's like my intention and so who are we hanging out with you know what's our environment around us are, are we looking after ourselves are we working on our self-esteem are we putting our healthy boundaries in place so that people treat us properly mm. you know it's all of these things so i actually really agree with what dr phil um was saying in the pyramid we have to consider absolutely everything we are holistic beings and when we people talk focus on oh let's focus on mental health awareness well what about emotional health what about physical health what about spiritual connection we have to look at ourselves as a holistic you know a holistic tribe of people we need other people we need fitness we need well-being we need great food you know we need to hug we need touch you know if you're not in a relationship if you're not hugging anybody else come get a massage it's so important and it's all these mm. tiny little bits of things that we can start to really look at in a mindful and positive way that will really um power us and uh, feed us and nurture us and nourish us and that's what i really believe in <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I remember it between 2005 2009 i don't know if you're aware of this i don't think you are um but i practiced full-time as a hypnotherapist and studied nlp and um, a few different therapies as well but i remember once it's just to highlight what you're saying I felt pretty relaxed at the time. The practice was going well and a new um, a new kind of masseur started and I was talking to them and they said, have you tried an Indian head massage? And I said, um, no, I haven't, but I was curious. So I tried it and they said, I can't, they couldn't believe how much tension I was carrying around. Um, and I thought I was in quite a relaxed state. So it's amazing, isn't it? you might you still could be carrying a lot of things around that you didn't even realize you were suffering with oh my gosh if anybody who's listening to this can just take that away with them every single cell of your body is listening to everything that you're saying and every single cell of your body remembers every single trauma and upset and you if you don't release it if you don't i call it emptying you know let's empty how can we keep emptying empty it out empty it out because we are holding on to that tension and even like me and you we may be quite mindful in the way that we look after ourselves and like you say you were really quite relaxed you were doing your practices you were doing your mindful your hypnotherapy practices which you're doing self-hypnosis anyway and yet your body was still holding tension that you weren't aware of until somebody mm. touched you. Mm. Like, isn't that wild? And that's yeah. your, yourself as somebody who was consciously aware of, mm. of all of this stuff. So yeah. the, the average person who's who's never really looked into wellness, well-being, uh, conscious and unconscious mind connection, uh, you know, they they are going to be carrying so much and i really believe johnny that if we're not at ease we're at dis 
ease and people mm-hmm. are creating their diseases right now right here in this very moment and they're not aware of how stress and anxiety and overwhelm is manifesting in their bodies and creating something that if they don't stop and take a break now if they don't go and get the massage or do the meditation or do the yoga class now in 10 or 15 or even less than years your body is going to be knocking on that door and saying hello and it might be a backache it might be a tummy ache it might be an achy shoulder but if you don't listen and you don't stop and say right what do I need to look at your body will start to make it an even louder knock at the door till you're in bed with um IBS or chronic fatigue or whatever else it may be yeah or even worse yeah or even worse worse. yeah god forbid one of the last things I wanted to ask you was um about the anxiety release method the reason I want to ask this is because anxiety is just so prevalent these days everybody I seem to come across has some form or some degree of anxiety can you tell me a little bit about that, how it came about and how it can help people deal with these issues. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. So the anxiety release method was um, born of a combination of uh, general coaching, NLP, uh, neuroscience and Eastern philosophies. And it was my opportunity to put them all into a package And I actually created this system where um, it's an online program for people like coaches, yoga teachers, therapists. They can uh, train and to be an anxiety release method practitioner, or I use it with my clients. And it's a really solid and fluid formulation. And it's not like I say, right now we're in NLP or now we're in this. It's, It's just something that's very simple. And it's like I teach people to breathe properly and help people to understand how their own mind works. Because gone are the days, I believe, where you can say to people, okay, you need to think like this. People want to say, but want to know, but but why am I doing this? And what's this doing? So I teach people, you know, what you focus on grows. People are so, you know, focused on anxiety that they don't know how to focus on calm, relaxed control. You know, it's and people believe also because we're in a quick fix um, society as well that um, anxiety is really abnormal and it's, you know, oh, I'm, I am anxious. They start to identify with being this anxious person or being um, being um, riddled with anxiety. But actually, let's let's shift it. Anxiety is a regular thing. It's an emotion that we all experience. So let's just not get over ourselves. Let's just realize that it's a normal emotion. However, prolonged anxiety is very damaging. And you again, stop. What is this anxiety teaching me? Why am I feeling anxious right now? What do I need to heal? What do I need to look at? What do I need to change about my life or my job or my relationship or Mm. the way Mm. that I'm breathing or the way that I'm taking in the negative news or television or or social media or this toxic person in my life, you know, or the bullying at work that I'm not being addressed. Um, It's your body saying, hey, woo, 
hello, yeah. you know, and it's either unhealed trauma, which, you know, you, you need to release the trauma out of your body, or it's something around you, or the way that you're interpreting the uh, uh, area around you that's not healthy. Anxiety yeah. is a normal human emotion that happens to us all. And yeah. that's what people really need to realize that it's just a it's something that we can heal from you mm. don't I've had anxiety all my life you know people say okay let's get rid of it right because it's no fun but people mm. also they get addicted to their anxiety because there's often a secondary gain to it oh I can't do that I'm too anxious or oh, can't mm. I can't do that and so it, yeah. it gives people an excuse and that I'm not saying this with disrespect because that's true though it's, it's true yeah, it is. We, we all know that person. Oh, I can't do that because I'm too anxious. I could never step up because, the you know, I'm too anxious. I could oh. never go for that job of my dream because I'm just too anxious. Yeah. And people really, I mean, you, you've you obviously been been around this kind of stuff. So you will know that, that this is a pattern that people have and there's a secondary gain to it. And so when you, when I, I, I just know no BS approach and I'll call people out and say right okay what's the anxiety stopping you from doing if I feel intuitively that it's 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 there for a purpose it's like call it out let's bring it up to the surface and what's it what's it really talking what's it really there for yeah so final question is absolute final question (laughs) is what's next because it, it seems like you're constantly evolving so what's next and if people want to get in touch with you for help and assistance how would they do that okay so brilliant thank you so much for allowing me to share that so i'm uh, adele marie coach on instagram um adele marie coaching on facebook i am also on tiktok adele marie coach and adele at adele-marie.co.uk is my email direct email and I have um, been working on for the last couple of years a well-being at work pro- program. So I'm just working with companies at the moment to bring well-being work solutions um, into a more corporate environment where I can go into people's workplaces. They can come here and have day retreats. It's a six-module program that I've, co- I've, I've just created called the Proven Productivity Protocol. And wow. it's yeah, so it's all about creating productivity. Obviously, anybody who's an entrepreneur, a business owner, or an, a, a team leader within an organization, they want to get the best out of their team. So I've created the, the title of it around productivity, but it's so much more than that. It's all about holistic well-being. Mm. Yeah. It's, it teaches people how to look after themselves, build resilience mentally, emotionally, um, create uh, resource resourceful thinking around motivation, um, helps people to rewire their neurological pathways. So I, I, I share my um, rewire method, which helps. It's a really easy to use tool where it helps people to rewire the stress, the anxiety, and bring them into a high-performance um, placement and brings them into a place where they are more productive and they're more connected to themselves and others. So that's what I've been working on and just launched and and um, it's it's already in businesses now. So that's super, that's what's been keeping me busy. And um, obviously I've got the retreat here where I work with one-to-ones with people as well, which is absolutely gorgeous because they come here for three days at a time and they what just have me. 
pick a bedroom. You've got 12 to pick from. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'll put them in the best. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> they have the house to themselves and they get to work with me on a one-to-one basis as well, which is something that, I mean, I'll, I'll work on Zoom and, and um, you know, in, in big groups of people, but I love actually really in, in, intimate one-to-one work as well. So. Mm. So much. It's crazy. The amount of um, I, I obviously create bespoke packages for somebody for, for my clients, but it, I, I have so much to offer that it's it, you would need to have a series. You, of need, you need to replicate yourself three or four times, <laughs> reanimate yourself, something like that. I'm so happy we got this done. Yeah. Um, we, I think we could have done a, a two, three hour you know, meeting about this. So, so I hope. In invite me back, invite me back. Yeah. And what I'd love to do, Johnny, is share a few. Um, I know that we've talked about, um, you know, my journey, but I'd love to share a few tools and tips actually to help anybody who is yeah. listening. And it'd be really great. I could just share a few little nuggets, yeah. you know, even teaching people a really easy breathing technique or something to think about or anything, you know, to, to help people. Uh, that'd be yeah. great. If you're, well, if you're... We'll, we'll get you've, you. I know you've got a meeting now, so we'll get that penciled in. Brilliant. Um, hope the meeting goes well. And um, I'll send you a message. Brilliant. And, uh, and, and we'll get something set up. Yeah. Thank you so much.